Hi, this is Jessie Chu and Quinn Wynn, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season four. We're here to share paper flower journeys, engage with makers and artists, support small creative businesses, and chat about our obsessions. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. We are so grateful that you're here. Make sure to hit subscribe and consider supporting us by writing a review. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Paper Talk. Today, we have Rick McGinnis with us of Bearcat Media. Hi, Rick. How are you? Hi, Jesse. Hi, Quinn. Hi, um, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm actually excited. I've had this marked on the calendar for quite some time, so it's finally here. <laughs> I know. We're excited to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. So Rick, tell us a little bit about yourself. What I do for a living was kind of accidental. So I'm a father of two daughters, husband, and that's my my primary role. I would think because my career is second to my family. So mm-hmm. my two daughters, Madison and Morgan, 10 and 7, and then my wife, we've been married for, this is going to be 12 years now. So I started with affiliate marketing basically by accident. I was pharmaceutical sales rep, unemployed, and my first daughter on the way, and I had to figure out a way to make money. And and search on Google how to make money online. And I know you can get like into all kinds of schemes and, and uh, bad things, but affiliate marketing popped up and uh, I did a little research on it and decided that's where I was going to move into. So I built an affiliate website. So I was promoting products for Amazon at the time and making money doing that. And then one day I just decided, I'm like, well, I'm wondering what it's like on the other side like to manage these programs. So I basically just cold called other companies like mine this is before I had my company, but I just cold called the, the owners of the affiliate marketing company and asked if they had an opening, if they'd give me a shot. And I had one uh, lady that gave me a shot with no experience. And from there, it was about a decade ago. And, and here I am today with my own my own company. That's amazing. Can we back up a little bit? Can you explain what affiliate marketing is? We had tried to do affiliate marketing with our paper to profit program and it just did not launch <laughs> at all. And we're like, you guys make money with us. And I think our audience just didn't know what to do with affiliate marketing. So can you explain it as simple as possible? What is affiliate marketing? The experience you had is very common because affiliate marketing is not as well known as like the email marketing or social media marketing. So it's not as mainstream. It's getting there, but it's just it's just not there. And one of my main goals is to educate as many people as possible about affiliate marketing, whether it be an affiliate marketer promoting products or a brand that has an affiliate program. So I'll back up and talk about affiliate marketing in general. So affiliate marketing is the process of a independent marketer taking a brand's product or service and promoting it for them for only a commission or a piece of the sale. So there's there's no upfront fees typically. Well, there are, we can probably get into that later, but the genesis of affiliate marketing is independent marketer will promote a product for a piece of the sale, period, whether whether it be a flat dollar amount or a percentage. So that's where affiliate marketing started. It's evolved into many different avenues now, but put it simply for, for the audience sake, an affiliate marketer is not really an employee of the brand. They just help the brand with their brand awareness and only get compensated when there's a sale happening. And brand, they go out and find these independent marketers that have audiences that they're looking to target and they will bring them on and have them promote the product and only pay a commission when it, when it happens. So it works out great for both parties. The brand doesn't have to have a whole lot of overhead and, and outlay of cash up front. They pay when only the sales happen and the affiliate marketers 
They can promote what brands they want, products they want, when they want, and how they want to an extent if it aligns with the, the brand. But for the most part, it's a, it's a win-win for, for both sides. And to be honest, I'm actually shocked that it's really not as mainstream as uh, these other marketing channels because it's, it's it's really the lowest cost and barrier to entry, but it also possesses the, the highest return on investment as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people just get a little bit, what do I do? How do I promote this? And I think the easiest advice that we can give you guys, if you love a product and you can speak passionately about a product, it is so easy to not, I want to say sell, but it's not the proper work. It's pretty much to help other people because you're using it and it's helping you. And the thing is, if you want to help other people, share what you love and affiliate marketing can give you that passive income. And you know, season four is all about how can we give you various incomes that you can provide extra money to come in and help with the family income, pay the rent, pay for the kids' schooling. Those are the easiest way to do this. I mean, as Rick said, it's a very low cost. You don't have to do any any creation of graphic because Mm -hmm. usually when affiliate marketing happens, they pretty much hand you like a whole packet and they said, here, just put your name on it. And then if you want to just use the graphic we've already created and they also provide copy. They -hmm. tell you, this is how you can say it. But the thing is, you want to stand out a little bit more from the rest of the crowd. And you want, if you love a product, it is so easy to have that excitement in your voice and to be able to say, yes, get this because I love this product. I use it every day. It helps me with X, Y, Z. That's the best way to promote something and get a little something on the side. Yeah. Rick, what is the most popular affiliate program out there? There's many different like variations of affiliate programs. There's ones that are set up for like leads, like to generate leads for businesses. Then there's ones that generate obviously sales. But the the most popular verticals are like uh, health and fitness, wellness, and like electronics, like consumer electronic types. So those are a lot of the the popular ones now just because when everyone when they were stuck at home for the past year and a half well they they wanted to stay healthy they wanted to stay fit and then they had nothing else to do so they were buying gadgets and and things like that and consumer electronics so those are popular ones at the moment not saying they're going to be other ones that aren't going to pop up but getting back to uh, quinn's point about the finding a product that you love and that you use and promoting it there's a real high probability that if you go to the the brand that you that you love so much they either have like a what they call a referral program or an affiliate program referral program is not exactly the same but it's got it's, it's got the same uh, idea behind it. And if they don't, you can ask them, look, if I promote this, can we work out some kind of partnership? They don't have to have an, affi- an official affiliate program. You can always just reach out to them and see, let them know how passionate you are about it and then get going because there's this one program or one, one uh, fitness program that I do. I don't know if, I, if you want me to say the name of it, but, uh, but it's it's in, called DDPY. And it's more of like high performance, like yoga for, but it's, it's geared towards like men. And I absolutely love it. I've been doing it for two years. I'm in the best shape of my life. I love it. I tell everybody I can about it. I get a, I get a piece for every, every sale that I refer to them. Mm-hmm. I get, I get a flat dollar amount from, from them mm-hmm. just because I love it so much. And, and I probably wouldn't do it for free. I would still tell people about it, but there's an extra incentive that if, if I'm going to promote it and they're going to give me a like reward for it, yeah. why not? And if, and if I do it every day and, and I got the results, there's got to be something in your audience's lives, like like a cosmetic or something that they are passionate about that they can they can make some extra money with. Yeah, tools. <laughs> yep. Tools and materials. I always recommend like the first one to sign up for is like Amazon. Like how easy can it be? Amazon, literally, yeah. you sign up, they, you search for the product, you get a link. 
with that tracks whose link it is like yours, plug it into your blog. And it's so easy because in a world where not everyone is from your city or from your country. So people are always looking for ways to buy things that, or sorry, recommend where to buy items that they like to use. And Amazon is just so easy because you can buy it online. Everyone has access to it. And yeah, like I I feel like if you're going to share anyways, and because people are going to ask where you bought it, isn't it more helpful actually to be like, hey, just go to this link. And I struggle with that because when people ask me like, hey, how do I buy my book? I'm like, oh my God, there's so many ways. But the most, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's so many ways. And just to be helpful, I'm like, well, you're, you know, this, here's this link. And it's so easy to click on it. And I think it's actually being helpful, giving them a link that, you know, you can, you can trust, like, let's say you can trust that vendor, knowing that they provide certain type of service, a certain type of level of quality in their products, or just like out of, oh, it's free shipping. This is why I love it. Like, this is easy. So yeah. Why not, right? Yeah, and exactly. to your point, Why though, not? Amazon is is a good example. But a majority of the programs out there now that participate in the affiliate space are just as easy as Amazon. You sign up for the program, whether through the a piece of SaaS software, which is just a piece of software that they use to track everything, or through an affiliate network. And all you do is go in there and copy a link that has your tracking details in it and integrate it into your blog, social media, wherever. And then the the brand tracks everything for you, like the click, sales, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So it's really minimal effort on your part. It's, it's literally a copy and paste. You can be making some extra money and it's and it's really not not as difficult as, as it may sound. And mm-hmm. they, they people say that you need a website. Of course, that may help, but there's other ways to do affiliate marketing without a website. I mentioned social media. If you have an email list, you can put affiliate links within your email marketing to your lists. There's all kinds of different ways you can do it, but those are the those are the website and social media and email are the three like ones that pop into my head that are the easiest to get started with. We have a couple of affiliate like what we've done lately is we're using a product and we're and we love it. And then we're like, wait, maybe they have an affiliate program. Because a lot of our listeners too, I mean, they do what we do, right? They run their business, they need tools and apps to run successfully without getting stressed out. And if we're able to, or give them, let's say a discount code, a discount code that's related to the affiliate marketing, then yeah, it's a, it's a plus. And I've had people actually come up to me and ask me, Hey, I know you gave me a discount or there was a code from three months back. Is it still valid? Can I still use it? So I know that people are like, they appreciate those, like us giving them value that why we like it, how we use it. And if there is a discount code, a code, but a lot of it is, yeah, sharing like tools and materials and apps that really work for us. I think everyone should have it. Like everyone should use it. It's not because I'm actually, I want to be honest. It's not because I really care that much about that commission. It does add up. Okay. Granted it does, but it's not really about like selling it. It's just more like, Hey, I want to provide valuable content. Here it is. This is the easy way to get it so that you can be successful at organizing your life like me, or so you can, it can be easier for you to make a paper flower. So like, yeah, exactly. I think there's like a fine line between being salesy about it, which I don't think we've ever been, because like I said, it's not a prime for us anyways, it's not a primary mm-hmm. source of revenue. It's, that's not what we do. We're not, you know, we don't, our business is not based on being affiliate marketing, doing affiliate marketing. But it definitely, I think, is a value-added content for our listeners and our followers. I think the key part is being passionate about it and also being true to yourself that you use these products and you love it. And when you share it and people recognize that. So every time you do say, I love this product, 
they'll trust you because in the past you recommended great products. And by doing that track history of offering great products, they're going to be like, yeah, if she's going to say, this is great, I'm going to try it because it doesn't hurt because most of the time it's either a free trial that you can hop on and try. And then when they buy it, that's when you get your commission. But you know what? We don't count on that, but it, it is an extra easy passive income for us because it's an easy way to say, this is what we're using and you should try it too, because we love it. So Rick, can you tell us what do you think are the benefits and the the cons of being an affiliate? So the benefits, we, we discussed a lot of them where you you get to promote the product you want, the, the brand you, you're passionate about. The benefits are you can integrate affiliate marketing into your business. You, you may have a business now and you can add affiliate marketing in as an extra revenue stream. I do that with mine. You you, you do it with yours, obviously. It's it's very common. And what it does is it just so allows you to also become, like, like Quinn was saying, more authoritative and, and, and more a leader in so showing people that, hey, I use these products. I love it. I think it would help you and your business to, to use it as well. The, the, the cons, uh, I, I guess the, the, the cons are if you don't really know how to get started or, or what to do, it can be kind of challenging and that's why many people don't get started because they don't understand it and they don't bother to get to go do research and find out but it's so much easier than it ever used to be they can just go to the product that they want to start promoting find out they have a affiliate program go to it sign up and have links immediately the only thing is the other con may be support on the back end of the affiliate program may not be as good as as others i've seen that where some programs are really solid but some may not have the support and that may be discouraging to people as well. So you want to find programs that are, that you're passionate about, but also provide support because affiliates are going to have questions and they, they need to them answered and they need to, to get things as well to help market the products. And uh, so partnership in this whole affiliate marketing space is, is relationship oriented. And as, a, as an affiliate, you got to build a relationship with the brand and vice versa. And if there's a, a trust broken or there's something that you don't feel right about, and it's probably not going to work out. So build a relationship and, and make sure they're going to be there to support you as well. Could you give us an example? Let's say you signed up for one of our affiliates. Let's say you signed up for Paper to Profit. How would you go about actually getting started and reaching out to your audience saying this is a great product? Let's say you loved it and you want to promote it. How would you go about doing it? So what, what I would do, first thing is obviously sign up, get the links, all that stuff, the, the creatives. But then I would I would write an honest review on my website, like a, like a complete review of the of the of the course or what, whatever it may be, a product, what, whatever it is. Um, and I'm talking in general, but for this specific example, the the paper, paper to profits. profits obviously do the course and indulge in it, and then write a review and then within there put the links where they can the person can purchase it themselves. And that's the easiest way to get started is to write a review about it. It doesn't have to be super long; it can be something short and sweet. But if the person that's reading it understands your passion and why it helped them, and they can see it solving a problem for them, they're more likely to join it and uh, and, and purchase it. Can we talk a little? bit about disclaimer. I've heard that we being involved in affiliate programs have to disclose that we are an affiliate. Yeah. So it's, it's the FTC. So it's the government basically saying you have to let the readers know that the links that you're providing, you're going to be, that, that the place where they're reading it at is going to be compensated if you, if they make a purchase. So that's basically, you do got to disclaim it typically at the beginning it's a, of the page, just so that the first thing they read, so that the, the person reading it understands that, okay, if I make a purchase, this person's going to make a few bucks. Most people are fine with them. It, it doesn't really deter people, but it's there for a reason because 
prior to that, there was so much shady stuff going on and, and people just doing bad things with the links and, and, and not, not properly informing people of what's going on. And, and so the government had to get involved. But but yeah, you do have to disclose the relationship you have with, with the products you're going to be promoting. Do you always have to put it on the very top or can you put it in the middle or in the bottom? No, there's no set place you got to put it. But typically it goes at the beginning just so you get it out of the way. And at the end is also okay. I, I don't really recommend putting it in the middle of your of your content and just so it'll distract them and think, oh, why is this here? Either at the beginning or the end. But typically I I recommend the beginning and I see most people do it at the beginning, but it's it's just a personal preference. As, as long as it's there, the, the FTC can't say anything, really, if, if it's there. I've seen people also, they have that blurb, you know, that disclaimer blurb, but then they also have in their terms and conditions on their website, a little, it's more than a paragraph. Usually it's, you know, several paragraphs explaining exactly what their relationship is. How do people go about drafting something like that? Is that like something they can like hire a lawyer to do? Or is that like language that usually the affiliate market company gives them? Uh, for that purpose, there's templates out there that are free and available that you can just customize to your, to your website. I, I don't really think an attorney needs to be involved, but if you feel comfortable with that, you can, but the attorneys are going to gonna charge you probably a few hundred dollars just to do that. But when I started my affiliate site, I just found a, a disclosure document and just swapped out with my information and things like that. And that was that was sufficient. There was no, never an issue. As, as long as you have it on your website mm -hmm. and it's visible, it's like it's not hidden, then, uh, then you're in good shape. But I've never heard of anyone really, I've never heard anybody get in too much trouble for, for not having a website. Yeah, in the language. It's, it's really, it's really, I would say 95% of the people out there are using templates anyway. There's no reason to, to spend money on an attorney when you don't have to. You talked about referral programs and you said it's slightly different. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So referral programs, they, they have the same like idea. So you as a customer will come and refer your friends or family and you get a code to give them and then you'll get whatever the agreement is, 10% of the sale or whatever like that. So the, the same idea as the affiliate program, but the affiliate program is more for like marketers where the referral program is kind of geared towards like customers just that love the product and don't have websites or social media, things like that, where they can just send it off to the, when they're talking about it at a party, they can just say, I love this brand. Here's, here's a code, use it type of thing. Where mm -hmm. affiliate marketing is, is more like geared towards marketers who have websites and email lists and, and have uh, an, an audience already built in where they can promote products to. So that's the difference I see in, in the two. They're in theory, they look and sound the same, but they just have two different, I guess, uh, consumers or people that are doing it. Well, one is a, you know, a marketer and one's just a consumer. But mm -hmm. I like to tell brands when I'm working with them to try and get as many as your, of your happy customers as possible to become affiliates because they're the best affiliates, really. They're the ones that, that love your product. They'll do just about anything to, to help you out. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's the average percentage you can get from affiliate marketing? Yeah, it varies, really. It, it, it varies. Like Amazon pays like some products 1%. Some like the, the, the courses and things like that pay 50, 60%. Some pay flat fees, like flat dollar amounts. Some pay per lead. It all depends on the business's margins, really. Whatever the margins are, you got to take that into consideration. And then you can you can back out the affiliate commission from there based on the, the profits. And then you say, say we'll take 10%. It's an easy number. Then you got to, obviously, then if you're on a platform, you got to, the network, an affiliate network, you got to take, they take a percentage too. So you got to keep all that in mind. You got to find out what your, what your bottom line margin is, then figure all the other numbers out 
from from there and then uh, then you'll be good so there's really no set like normal number it just it just all depends on the brand and some of them they have a default percentage of like 10% and then they'll have like escalators going up like 11 12 13% based on sales revenue things like that so there's many different ways you can do it mm-hmm. but to answer your question and to make supposed short answer really long no there's really no set that uh set, set number question so on the back end let's say i want to do affiliate marketing what does it look like in my book, how do I treat all these affiliate market that signs up for me? Do I treat it as vendor, like a 1099, or do I treat it as business deduction? How does that work? And what is this tax repercussion of this? So you're talking about you having affiliates promote your product, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. So again, I'm with the tax question. I I'm not going to get into that. I don't know that ta- I'm not a tax accountant or attorney, so I really have no idea. But what I typically do is I set up a like a separate LLC for all my affiliate business, so that my consulting business has its revenue and my affiliate business has its revenue, so that I know what's coming into each one. And then at tax time, you can figure it all out instead of it all being mashed together. I like to separate it, and that's what I recommend. But again, you have to start another LLC see and that costs money but it just it depends or you can I think even you can do like like a DBA under your under your current LLC and, and do it that way too but but again I'm, I'm no tax attorney or accountant but I would definitely seek advice but I would try to keep the income and expenses as separate as possible it's it's only going to make your life easier when at the end of the year when you do your taxes um, maybe we should clarify so I mean you're actually talking about you know when you are receiving money through the affiliates that's income but I think Quinn you're talking about something else let's back up let's talk a little bit about Rick's before we get to that, because I think that question is really relevant, Quinn, to Rick. Rick, we're going to switch. We're going to swap over and talk about you actually helping companies set up affiliate marketing. And then I think that question that Mm -hmm. Quinn has is really relevant to, well, what are these these businesses? How do they treat the income that's coming in and the payout that they pay to the affiliates? So, Rick, do you mind talking a little bit about, yeah, your company? I mean, the basis of your company now is to set up affiliate marketing programs for a company. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So what we do is we we do multiple things with with affiliate marketing, but we do affiliate program setups. So for brands that are new to affiliate marketing, we help them get set up on the right platform or network, uh, help them recruit affiliates, help them keep the affiliates engaged, help them with strategy. But also we help brands that have affiliate programs already that want to take them to the next level that they're, they may not be where they want. So we do from ground zero and we also do ones that have programs already. So, and they are all, every client's different. Every brand we work with is different in, in their own way. So we customize everything to them. There's not like a cookie cutter templates that we, we use. We, we do everything that the brand needs and and that it's going to make it successful. So, so yeah, so actually lately we've been doing a lot of setups for, for new affiliate programs, which is great because that means more brands are seeing the value of affiliate marketing and how, how it can help them grow their business. But it also gives affiliates different options as well to monetize, monetize their audience and website and things like that. So there's a lot of our listeners, obviously we sell products, <laughs> we sell paper flowers, we also sell the experience of commissioned products as well. And then there's also the uh, teaching. So a lot of us are educators where we teach online courses or in-person workshops. And some of these learning management platforms kind of already have a system of affiliate marketing. What, what kind of advice do you have for people who are using let's say Teachables, throwing it out there, Teachables, which has, they have the basics of affiliate marketing, meaning they'll give you a code 
and all that information, but that doesn't actually help you do the marketing. Like it doesn't help you like sell the affiliate marketing to your, your students and whatnot. And how, what kind of advice would you give them in terms of promoting that, that aspect? Because obviously once you have it set up, you still need to make sure people sign up. How do you, what kind of advice would you give people? Yeah, well, about those, that? yeah well, those, those platforms like Teachable and uh, I use Kartra. I use that oh, platform yes. and they are, they're very basic. So they allow affiliates to sign up and you give them like a link and codes. It's, it's very elementary, mm-hmm. which is good because you don't want to be spending all your time trying to figure out an affiliate program or creating all these different codes and links and all that stuff. You have a course, you want to have your affiliates promote it and you want the affiliates to be promoting it with as little friction as possible from your end. So what you need to do to, to promote it, I guess, would be you need to, all your past students that you've had, go to them and offer them an affiliate arrangement. Uh, it may be different than the one you offer your currently you currently offer your affiliates. You may want to give them something something better since they're your students. They love your course and they're willing to praise it to the to the highest degree. But you want to also put it on on a website if you have a website. Put an affiliate program page there, outlining the different benefits of joining the commission, things like that. So yeah, a lot of these people may not be affiliate uh, savvy or know really that how to grow an affiliate program. But just the, the basics of going back your past customers and, and giving them what they need and putting it on your website and even just promoting it on, on social media and your email lists too is, is is really just a simple way to do it because I've worked with, with course creators in the past and, and that's that's what we've done. We, they, they just never understood affiliate marketing and how to do it. And it's just, it's simply just giving them a few basic steps and then they can, they can grow from there. And once they get their current customers promoted, they'll bring in new customers and those new customers will be new affiliate, new like people that went to the course and they can promote it. So it's just like a, it's, a, it's like a nice cycle that can go through it. And, and that's the way I recommend it just to get, to get your feet wet and get started is just to, to do the basics of what I just said. Tell us a little bit about if somebody was to approach you because they want to start an affiliate marketing program, how would you help them? First of all, I'd have to find out what their goals are. Like, is, is this something that they really want to scale? Do they want this to be eventually their number one marketing channel? Where they are at now with their with their website and does it convert well? Things like that. There's all these mm-hmm. questions I got to ask because mm-hmm. if your website doesn't convert, you're not going to do well with, with, as an, with an affiliate program because affiliates are going to join. They're not going to make any money and then they're going to get frustrated and, and leave. Do you mind explaining what convert means so for some of us who ba- don't know? <laughs> yeah. So basically when you when I say your website converts is does your website make it easy to have your customers complete sales? Are there any any, any hurdles in their way that could stop them from doing that? Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that there's as little friction as possible from the customer going to your website to hitting complete checkout. So I've seen it many times where, where there's so much stuff going on with from when the time they add it to the cart to when they check out that the customer just gives up and leaves. And that's a big problem, not only for the brand in general, but for, for affiliates, as I mentioned, if the affiliates are sending traffic to the website and it's not converting because of issues with the website, that's not the affiliate's fault, then they're going to get frustrated and, and, and give up. And, and uh, that's the last thing you want to do. You want to make sure that your, your website is friendly for the consumer, but also you have some sort of brand awareness too, so that your affiliates can go out there and, and, and promote you and then keep it going. Because if you just start, like if I start a website in a company tomorrow and have affiliates come on, it's going to be a little more challenging and more of an established brand that has been doing it for a little while. So th- those things are, are key. And and just making sure that starting an affiliate program is not free, but it's obviously not the most expensive thing to do. You can probably get started with an, setting up an affiliate program 
using one of these uh, pieces of software for about 500 bucks or so, and, and that'll get you going. Mm-hmm. And that that's pretty good because we, with the other ones like social media, you're going to have to spend time setting it up and you're going to have to buy ads and there's no real guarantee of any success. Mm-hmm. And, you, and by that time, it could be thousands of dollars in the hole. Where affiliate marketing, you set up an affiliate program, it takes time to get things going. You got to find affiliates, get them to promote your, your brand. And then it, it'll probably take a few months to get really rolling, but you're really not investing too much thousands of dollars into this versus the other channels. So we try and set that expectation up front if they're willing to give it time to. It has to be has to be something that they're, they're willing to give a few months to because it doesn't happen overnight. Relationships aren't, aren't built with a single email. It just doesn't happen. For sure. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the course that you launched? So it, it's a course specifically tailored to people who don't have an affiliate program and are a little unsure of how to get started. It's basically an affiliate program setup, like how to get started with affiliate with an affiliate program at the highest level. It goes through how to find a place to have your affiliate network, like a, a platform or network, how to determine how much it's going to cost initially to get it started, like the cost of everything involved, how to find affiliates, where to find them, where where they're going to be the most valuable ones to you, how to communicate with affiliates. So it's basically a, like a one-on-one course on getting started with an affiliate program. Because I see it too often that brands, they either set them up quickly and don't invest time into them and then they just fall mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Or they or people just don't bother to because they think it's too much. But the course is, is really laid out to talk about it from a high level and make it so understandable and easy that after each module, you can probably go and, and do what was talked about and set it up at that at that time, do each each module at a time. And it's really great for people that are thinking about it and that have been putting it off mm-hmm. and, and are just saying, oh, I don't, I don't know how to do that. This is really going to just say, hey, there's no more excuses anymore. Here's a, a course that'll take you a couple hours to go through, but you'll have everything you need. You can go back and reference it and, and things like that. So it's... Uh, it, it, it's really something that is, is long overdue and and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, a lot of people take advantage of it and start affiliate programs. Is it available for enrollment through your website? Yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be a, like a website available for it. So it, I, I can give it to you and you can put it in, in the in the links and then, yeah, they'll just go to there and they'll purchase the course and then there, there's other things they can do as well. But I'm more interested in just having them understand that affiliate marketing is not as, not as scary as it sounds and uh, any brand that has selling things or even on the affiliate side, if you want to become an affiliate, it's not, it's, it's really not as, it's not as scary and, and, and really a lot of work as you think it's, it's, it's a lot of just like head trash really that that's up there. It's once you get going, you'll be good. And, uh, and this course is really meant for those people that have the small businesses, really like the handmade community where they don't have a lot of time, but having this set up is going to really help their business grow because it's going to provide them an extra revenue stream and it's not going to break the bank. It's going to allow them to pay only when sales are converted versus mm-hmm. we talked about the social media ads where you can, you can be, you can be down thousands of dollars before you even blink your eye. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's related to the, what do you call it? The word by mouth, except not just word by mouth. It's like, here's a link as well. (laughs) Since you're doing word by mouth anyways, (laughs) here's a link, you know? And Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I love that. Yeah, so so there's going to be about between eight to ten modules, depending on it, the last few are going to be just optional. You can go through them if you want, but the main ones are going to go through everything 
from, like I said, from identifying platform, doing competitive research because you want to make sure your competitors are what they're up to, the, the affiliate recruiting piece, and then communicating with your affiliates and keeping them happy. And then general strategies to, mm-hmm. to grow the program overall. And I'm not saying this is going to be simple and it's just like a set and forget it. That's, that's not it at all, but it's definitely a, a marketing channel that anyone selling anything should, should be looking into. It's, it's really like a no brainer. Yeah. Sounds like a really comprehensive program. Thank you so much, Rick, for joining us today. We want to wrap up this great episode with what is your favorite app that you love to use right now? The app that I use every single day, all day, is something called Shift, S-H-I-F-T. It literally consolidates everything that you're doing on your computer into one place. So you click the Shift app and it pulls up because I manage multiple Email accounts has all the email accounts down the side. You click one, you go to it. It has different sections where you can put in different like websites. So you can categorize like the websites you use all the time and, and put them into categories. Just click the category and pick the one you want. So it's really been a lifesaver. My calendar's in there. So everything is just consolidated into one. And Zoom is in there as well on the side. You can do add-ons and put apps. So it's, it's been an absolute lifesaver for, for me and in my business. It's made me so much more productive. That's amazing. We have to check that out. I know. Oh, it's like, we got to look that up. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rick. It was a pleasure having you on. And we can't wait to like up our game for affiliate marketing. No, I appreciate you guys having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And again, if your audience has any questions, I'm, I'm available to be reached and answer them as well. Perfect. We'll put his information in the show notes for you. So check it out. Thank you. Jesse and I would like to personally thank the following patrons for supporting our podcast, Paper Talk. We could not have done it without the support of the following people. Eileen Lim, Oria Van White, Wendy McDowell, Jennifer Desplantes, Robin, Bonnie Slipper, Laura Wheelie, Martha Tokas, Christian Fisher, Veronica, Nina, and Linda Drysdale. We deeply appreciate and thank you for your continuous support and for helping making Paper Talk Podcast be heard around the world. Please consider a donation to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash paper talk or leave a review of our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. Thank you.